Hello and welcome to the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast. This month, episode 35, Dr. Fibes Rises Again. You can check out the website, www.GoldenAgeHorror.com, or stay tuned after the podcast for info and show notes. Oh, you updated it. Yeah, I just changed it just now. Okay. Spicing it up a little bit. Give it a little flair. Yeah, why not? A little extra added bonus. So Dr. Fibes is the 1972 British horror movie directed by Robert... West, it is the sequel to The Abominable Dr. Fibes and features Vincent Price as Dr. Fibes. He's is, is still abominable. He's quite, he definitely preserves his abominability in this movie. In addition to Rising Again. In addition to Rising Again. Would you like to do a film recap <laughs> of the plot? Dr. Fibes? Um, so he comes back three years later. Just pops out of his little tomb. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for Doctor Fives, the embalming of Doctor Fives. He 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 reverses the embalming fluid goes out, the blood goes back in. He gets better. And then he's going to be, go to Egypt to gain eternal life. And then there's another guy who's already like a like a couple hundred years old who also wants extra life, eternal life. And there's a papyrus, and they both go there, and then Doctor Fives wins, and the other guy dies. He shrivels into an old man. Beautiful. Along the way, he kills a lot of people in a, like unnecessary ways. So uh, that's uh, doc- that's Darius Biderbeck is the uh, immortal person yeah, played by Robert Quarry, who's probably best known for playing uh, Count Yorba, um, Count Yorga, vampire. Is it Count Yorga or Count Yorba? No, it's Count Yorba. Yeah, from the, from the famous White Stripes song. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> You didn't know the song is about vampires? No, I didn't. You didn't know that's what the Hotel Yorga was? It's the Vampire Hotel. It is Count Yorga, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Then why is that song about vampires? You know, maybe someday we'll do Count Yorga because it's actually a a fairly good horror movie. From uh, Actually, interestingly, I believe it was filmed originally as a softcore porn movie and they added a lot of... Just horror elements? Non-softcore porn elements in afterwards. It was supposed to be originally, uh, obviously... Starting off with a digression, but Count Yorga was originally filmed as a softcore porn movie about vampires, and then they decided they were going to make it into a real movie, but there's still like two kind of like longish softcore sex scenes in it, but it's a very like um, brutal vampire movie. Oh, okay. So, for 1970. They're like, let's cash in. we like, there's another niche market, we can, a sensational market, we can cash in on last minute. Yeah. It's interesting, too. He doesn't, um, Count Yorga doesn't drink any blood, but he sparkles in the sunlight. Oh, okay. So he's like inspirations for the White Stripes yeah, and absolutely. for Twilight. And he's a teenager, even though he's played by Robert Quarry. Well, you know, back then, all people of all ages were played by old white men. It's about as it's about as likely as Robert Quarry dating, um, uh, whatever her name is in this movie, Diana. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just that's just Hollywood tradition that lives on to today. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's, isn't that the rule? It's like your own age divided by two. If you're if you're a, if you're a male lead, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Something like that. Minus 20 until you get to 18. You just keep subtracting numbers until you get to 18. Yeah. Basically. Or 21 if you need to have alcohol scenes. I think if, I think if, you're, under, if you're under 60, then you can date an 18-year-old. If you're over 60, you have to date a 30-year-old. Yeah, but like a 30-year-old that can play as like a high schooler in a teen drama. Sure. If need be. Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> it has to be reasonable. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah, so this movie is, I would say, not as good as the first Dr. Fives movie. I feel like this movie is, like, what's the word? Is redundant. Like, Dr. Fives already exists, so I don't think you need this movie. Well, yeah, I think that's, I think that's valid. I, I mean, I was, it's nice to see, there's, like, some good inventive Dr. Fives killings in this yeah. movie. Like, they're great. They're, but they're, like, arguably, like, as, as inventive and exciting as the last movie. But they're just like, but on a completely different level, like, they're just like all the way absurd now. Where there was like, there was like a twist or like a little bit of like monkey paw and gotcha to the original ones to some extent. Sure. And there was also, they, they had a unifying theme as well. Yeah. This is just kind of like. So let's, let's run down the, let's run down the depths. You can't hear but I'm shrugging <laughs> off into the sunset. So, um, one man is killed by a hawk. That's straightforward. Yep, that's fairly good. straightforward. <laughs> that he's buried and discovered again was. Uh, oh yeah, that's that guy. Why did he? Okay. <laughs> Another is um, lured into a tent where he's um, snared in a scorpion with a little pincher, little. pincher arms that yeah. go through his wrists. But don't worry, the keys in a dog that's the, placed right in front of him. It's a ceramic dog. He, the RCA dog. The RCA dog. So. He knocks the dog, breaks the dog thing open, gets the key out, or tries to get the key out, but no, there's scorpions. Scorpions sting him to death. Well, he's inside yeah. a giant scorpion. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the rats, or there's a lot of really prolonged animal death where you're like, mm-hmm. they didn't treat animals well in this movie. Oh, <laughs> it's mildly mildly uncomfortable. There's also the uh, the snake guy in the beginning. Yeah, which is probably the best. I think you could if you stop the snake guy. If you quit the movie after that. I don't think you would lose too much. Just like a short film about Dr. Fime stealing a virus. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Because so, I, I feel like the absurdity peaks at the snake guy. So um, um, there's a like a bodyguard or a manservant guarding a papyrus in a safe. and Playing snooker. Playing snooker. And there is some robot snakes, but one of the snakes isn't a robot. So he, sm- he smashes the robot snakes. He's lured into a, a sense of false sense of security and uh, is bitten by a real snake. Um, goes ahead and sucks the venom out then goes to call for help surprise there's a needle in the phone which is activated by a plunger because Dr. Fives was watching the whole thing yeah he just had a good old time he also put a man in a, in a bottle yeah and um, the screw yep another person is like turned into screw turned into a giant screw press and another person is blasted with sand Gently, until the skin is worn away. Now, I feel like this the sand one is like a weird retread. It's just ice ice part two. Yep. But like even more absurd because one, that sand would take a long time to blow all your skin off. Yeah, it wasn't really filmed in a way that looked like, you know, there are sandstorms that like strip people down to the bone, I guess. Yeah. But like this did not look like that sand was traveling fast enough to me personally. No. Also, that... He, he, all he had to do is fall over and he would not die. And obviously this movie, you know, you don't go into this movie looking for like... Logic? A masterful plot, but like, it kind of like... Doesn't have one? <laughs> well, there's, there's this guy, Darius Beiderbeck, played by the Robert Corey character, who's yeah. looking to prolong his eternal life. But at no point until the end of the movie do they reveal that, even though it's like pretty clear. Yeah, from like... When he writes a little journal to himself, he's like, oh, my eternal life potion. Just, But, like, why? What? 
<laughs> no, what it feels like is even though like the time period doesn't work right when the film was made, it's like if somebody had watched like an Indiana Jones movie mm-hmm. and like I'm gonna make one of those, but they don't understand how to make one of those, so they just kind of like there's the pieces of it. Yeah, it's a it's like a pulpy adventure story, yeah. but it's just not. It's actually probably. In a way, like those books were famous, I think are fairly incoherent for the most part. Those yeah. pulp novels because they were written so fast. So maybe this actually is like True a, better, a better example of a pulp movie than a Indiana Jones. Is Indiana Jones is so well crafted, but like, and then like the detectives from the first movie are in there, just cause. but because I guess to give it some continuity and they're like comic relief and it, you know actually they have some pretty funny moments, but like the whole movie just is like. It's just you're just strung together from murder to murder. So if you're in if you're in for a, if you're in for a movie where like you want to see some Doctor Five stuff happen, yeah, and you don't really care about the skeleton that the Doctor Five stuff is hanging on, then this movie's fine. It, it feels like Saw if Saw happened like yeah. forty years ago, but like the first Doctor Five's movie, I feel like even though they're about the same length, was a lot. The first Doctor Five's movie, like. I didn't feel like there wasn't parts where I was like not interested in what was happening. Like I, it would move fast enough so and things kept happening and I I never was like okay. Well, it felt like it had a central narrative. This yeah. movie doesn't feel like it has a narrative. Yeah, this movie is just like yeah. It, it's just kind of like disjointed and mm. or like you know what the narrative is, but you don't understand you don't understand how any of it works or why any of it works and every like every turn every decision seems really confusing from like every character nothing nothing any character does make any makes any sense at all like it's just like well I'm going to doctor I'm going to put my girlfriend my wife into the sarcophagus why <laughs> there's no real reason for, like like the movie seems to imply that like oh she needs to be a sarcophagus because that's where the waters of life will flow through it's a magic sarcophagus but then at the end she's back in the glass sarcophagus all over again and she n- never needed to be in the original in the first place and it was kind of it was kind of cool though I mean like yes it, it kind of feels it feels like that that part is carried over because there's some real incoherent parts in the first Doctor Five there are sets. there are but I feel like. I was like into the incoherence of the first Doctor Fives in a way. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe this is just it's a it's a it's a sarcophagus too far. Yeah, like I like I don't I don't know if this is worse or if it's just too much Doctor Fives where I just lost my patience with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean they definitely they they definitely identified the elements that made the first movie successful and, yeah. and decided to like double down on that. Like they the. I don't know how I, I you know I don't know how campy the first one was intended to be. My sense is fairly campy. Yeah, but they were like, well, people liked how campy the first one was, so this movie's going to be five times as campy. But it's campy in a way that more like it's just it's weird more than campy. It's mm-hmm. just like it feels like something that would be campy now, but doesn't feel like it would be as campy back then. Maybe mm-hmm. it just feels like it has that kind of weirdness to it. That kind of unspoken bizarreness where things are just strange, but no one really acknowledges that they're strange like that. That's just how, like, his robot band feels like a very distinct kind of, like, his robot band works. And a lot of the other things are, like, like that lady going to town on his his little his little lay with an axe for no particular reason. Mm. 
And that's what the first movie felt like. This movie doesn't have doesn't really have any of those things in it. Or at least none of those things that work for me like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree that it doesn't work as well as the first one. I, I agree that, you know, there's lots of reasons why. <laughs> I like I like how they inexplicably return, like, two or three of the actors. Yeah. Just in different <laughs> roles. Well, you know, because I'm, I'm, they started filming this movie right after they stopped filming the other one. Yeah, I don't know. The, yeah, the other one was 1971. This one came out in 1972. Yeah. So. I don't, but then again, these movies were probably filmed over, like... A weekend. Yeah, not not a very long time. Uh, let's see. It doesn't say how long it was, how long it took to film. But, I mean, they, there's a lot of Vincent Price AIP movies around this time, like in these two, two or three years. So they were probably filming, like, in a few weeks at the most. Yeah, it's just Vincent Price bouncing from one downstage to the next. It was, the turnaround of these was, was, was fast. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm doing my scenes in Dr. Fives for the day. I'm going to head over to the next downstage to be in my scenes for the other movie. There's a... Uh, Nice rendition of Over the Rainbow as the movie ends. Yeah. And uh, Robert Corey inexplicably ages to dust. <laughs> well, because he was immortal. Yeah. But, but like... Then, don't you remember his diary? He's like, I need to get this. It's important. Well, the, the timing on that was, was impressive. Like, did, did he just give up? Was it like a mental well, thing where he just decided he was going to well, die? It's, it's like... Um, it's called our, It's called symbolism. I don't know if you understand what symbolism is. I'm not familiar with it, no. Well, it's when um, they take things, and the things aren't the things that they're supposed to be. Oh, I see. They're like, it's very non-literal. So it's like, he failed, so he died, you know? You get what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, that's so it was like a mental thing. Like, right, he just gave up. Right, it's like a symbol yeah. of him, like, failing, because it's like... I'm just... The Wikipedia page says that all those killings were supposed to be inspired by Egyptian mythology. Right, snakes. Egyptian. <laughs> um... <laughs> Birds, like the one bird head guy. Yep. I Anubis, forget his name. Anubis. Anubis is the dog. Set. Set might be a bird. Set sounds like he Set sounds like he would be a bird. Bird headed. Ra. Oh God. Ra, I think Ra's a bird. Bird headed, yeah, probably. There's Well isn't isn't Ra Ra's played by Anthony Hopkins in that movie, isn't he? It's Horus is the uh Horse is also a bird. Horse is a falcon headed man. Okay, so Horus is the Falcons. Then there's who is it? Second? Is second the Crocodile, the alligator. Yeah, I believe so. So we're, but there's no crocodiles in this movie. I mean, there should have been. Is there a screw? Yeah, which which is the screw-headed Egyptian god? I don't really know. I'm sure. That, I'm sure. Where's the scorpion-headed Egyptian god? Well, the scorpions are just sort of like on theme. No, uh, they're just desert themed. Yeah. And then there's the um. All right, all the snakes again. Yep, snakes. I mean, he kind of double did with the snakes. Yep. Sand. <laughs> yep, sand. God of Egypt has deserts. Yeah, true. Very true. Also Scottish, like. Well, he wasn't killed by the Scottish robots. <laughs> Even though they made him proud to be British. Okay. <laughs> that. He's like, no, you wait here. I need to go check out this Scottish band in the middle of the desert. Not a trap. 100% not a trap. Well, I, I, you know, I don't know the, the history of Egypt or even when this movie's supposed to take place. So I don't know if maybe there was supposed to be Scottish. Just Scottish music festivals? Well, it was the Fusiliers is a, is a regiment. Sure. So if there was like a, could conceivably be 
the British army wandering around the desert in Egypt. Yeah, just hanging out. I'm not even sure. I should look up, like... If that makes any sense at all. Well, was Egypt a British something? Also, how did he how did he rig the truck so that it would be full of sand? But like, well, he did it fast. He had a, he had the time to get for him to go over the hill to check on those robots, right? But but he was still able to drive it. Also, who drove it back? He didn't. No one drove it back, right? That's it. <laughs> the skeleton That's the drove, last time you the see skeleton it. drove it back. You don't see him or the. You see it in the camp, remember? No, isn't that a different part? No, that's because you see his all his his skin is sanded off, right? I thought they had come to find him later. Maybe I don't know, but it, I thought the, I thought the shark was in the camp. It could, yeah. I could have sworn the shark was in the camp. Yeah, it looks to me like uh... oh, the shark was in the camp. No, I'm not reading about that, but it was a British protectorate. Okay. And does it say that they usually performed drills in the middle of the desert? <laughs> near, near, it doesn't. Um, the, the Wikipedia page of Egypt doesn't specify how the troop movements were. In, usually near old burial sites? In the time period of Dr. Fibes. I'm not quite sure. This movie is like... It ends the same way, too. Like, the exact same way. With like, I've kidnapped someone that let you love. Are you gonna come after me? Gonna save them? And the answer is neither. Doctor Fives wins. Yep. It's too bad that wasn't a third Doctor Fives movie because I feel like that would really tie up all the loose ends. <laughs> oh yeah, because the first one left so many loose ends dangling about. Mm-hmm. And this one is like even more loose ends. Like, where does the river go? Well, didn't the wasn't the first one wasn't the last plague supposed to be his return or something like that? Yeah. Well, I think we had to look that up. Yeah. Okay. Or no, the detective said it I, like with no real motivation. He's like, "Well, the final plague must be his return." Yeah. This is the final plague. His return. Oh, so was the thirteenth play like like a Harry Potter movie where they split up in a bunch of different parts? <laughs> Oh, this is 13 Plague Part 1 through 7. 13 Part 1 is snakes. 13 Part 6 was sand. 13 Part 7 is snakes again. (laughs) But with water thrown in with a little water twist. This movie's just kind of a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. I mean, I'm not saying don't watch it, because why not? No, I would (laughs) say don't watch it. I would say watch the first one. Yeah, watch the first one. First one's better. And watch this one up to the snake part. I mean, the first snake part. If you if if the first one is like your favorite movie of all time and okay. you just want more Dr. Fives like so yeah. bad, like this is we'll we'll give you a Dr. Fives fix for sure. I guess it didn't give me the Dr. Fives that I wanted, which was Dr. Fives end of the prisoner vibe where everything's got people have weird masks and things are just going crazy. Everything's just a little weird. It did, so the big problem with this movie was it wasn't weird enough for you? Yeah, it wasn't weird enough for me. Okay. Because it was like weird killings, but the rest of, like, everything around it wasn't weird. You didn't have, like, Vincent Price dancing around and spinning a telescope in the middle of a field. Mm. True. True. Although, what's her, what's her name? Bonavia? Volnavia? Volnavia? Yeah. Her outfits were on point, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different. It's a different Volnavia this time. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. They recast Volnavia. Uh, you know... I didn't notice. 
Maybe if I saw them side to side, I would notice. But she doesn't speak much. Which is to say she doesn't speak at all. So I think we're kind of coming to the end of our uh, Vincent Price... Spectacular? Our long Vincent Price spectacular. There's a couple more, I think. Two more I think I'd like to do at least. Yeah. So I'm gonna do, we're going to definitely do House of Wax. Okay. And we're going to do the Tomb of Lygia. No Raven? Um, we can, if you want to do the Raven, we can do the Raven. That's, that's one of the least, I mean, a lot of these movies, there's like, it's like, is it a horror movie? Is it not a horror movie? But that movie is, yeah, very nice. <laughs> Andrew is, um, doing some great radio bits right now with his fingers. Yeah. Well, I'm turning the gargoyles into puppies. That doesn't really play on radio because you can't see them. Yeah. Partaking in my own private wizard duel. Um, yeah, so Tomb of Lygia, House of Wax, and maybe the House on Haunted Hill. Okay. Other than that, you know, we, we might do The Fly as well, but that's not really... Vincent Price isn't really in that movie very much. Yeah, sure. So He's not in it at all. He is. It's a lot of Jeff Goldblum. Oh, but we already did that fly. Yeah. But the original fly. Did we? Or did we just watch it and enjoy it? <laughs> I don't remember. No, we, we we did an episode on the fly. Okay. Fairly recently. Oh, okay. Or right. like in the last five or six episodes. Sure. I mean, but to be fair, that's also months ago. Yeah, sure. And we, I think we, returned, we recorded the fly episode in the middle of like a block of two or three, I believe. Because right. we've changed the way we record since then. But yeah. And after that, I don't know what we're going to do. Try, I don't know, find a different sort of like brand a different theme to get we could do some hammer movies although those will those will feel a lot like bits of price movies yeah so i wonder if we can like twist into a different kind of like well i was thinking possibly um we never did king kong okay so we could do king kong and godzilla the original godzilla all right and then i don't know so maybe some other monster movie type horror movies sure that are less uh i don't want to do i'm not really I'm not going to do... I think there's too many giant ant slash giant lizard slash... Giant. I think they're a little wild with that as a trend, and I don't know... I'm, I'm willing to be kind of loose with my definition of horror, but I'm, I feel like at some point, those a lot of those on horror. I think the original Godzilla, you can make an argument that at least because of how existential the... I think there's a certain amount of existential horror in that movie. It's the horrors of nuclear war. Yeah. And I don't know about King Kong, but... For the time period, it kind of feels probably like probably the horror of um, I'm going to say foreigners, maybe. Yeah, given that time period, it almost certainly involves foreigners, but it is a U.S. made film around that time period. Yeah, in the 30s, so it, yeah. yeah. They King Kong does snatch someone's lady. That's true. So he's almost guaranteed to be a foreigner. What is a what is a gorilla but a <laughs> but, but a swarthy foreigner? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, they already have cast a gorilla as a swarthy foreigner. Yep. Just not one quite so large. Yeah. It's just they're running back uh, merging the room work, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Although that clearly wasn't Poe's intent. That just fit nicely into the times. Alright, so I guess that's Dr. Fibes Rises again. Oh, I'm going to say um, Go ahead. my favorite part is probably... When should we have like 
Segments. I want to do segments, but I want to like. We should think of what we need to know what they are before. We right, we need to think of segments are. Um, best part could be a segment. Right, but that's very vague. I mean, in some of these movies that have really high kill counts, can be like, "What's your favorite? What's Fair. your favorite death?" But that, but it, does that work for every movie? Or is it won't work, work for every movie. It like, could work for a lot of movies. Yeah. I mean, some movies like I could. I mean, if you're talking about like a Frankenstein movie, yeah. Like, First Frank, there's no I really liked it when he drowned the kid. Yeah, like, what was your favorite death there? <laughs> that was so good. Like, but, like, she's like, I want to understand you and show you compassion. He's like, I'm going to drown your innocence. <laughs> so good, dude. Yeah, so I, we could, but that, that is an idea. Yeah. No, I, my favorite part is probably, because I, I want to mention it very specifically, is when Manservant, as he's credited, mm-hmm. Kills the first robot snake and he looks down. He's like, "This old prank again." He tosses the snake up on the table and like, yeah. like really he, just takes a look at it, like just like this. The expression on his face is just so knowing. Like, right? It's it's like you he, little scamps, you put a robot snake in here again. <laughs> it's like you just stomped out a flaming bag of like dog shit. He's like, mm. "Kids, boys will be boys." <laughs> they must have got this out of the back of the penny, penny papers. Fuck! Why do they call these back then? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like what you would get like your X-ray goggles out of the back of. I don't think that was a thing, and this because this is supposed to be the twenties. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you, you follow my drift. Sure, kind of. Oh, doctor! Don't forget Doctor Five's weird band sarcophagus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, I think my I don't know if I I think my favorite part would just have been. It's definitely one of the murders. Probably the scorpion murder because of how elaborate it is. <laughs> how long it takes. Yeah. I mean, it was certainly the most horrifying thing was just to imagine scorpions like crawling under your clothes and stuff. Yeah. I think that was the part I was most most upsetting. Even though, like, really on a scale of 1 to 10, it's probably like a 3 as far as upsetting. Yeah. Just because, not because that idea isn't upsetting, but because it was the way it was filmed. Right. And I'm not a big fan of the uh, plastic or the paper mache bodies they drag out after everyone dies. Yeah. The next day, they always got a paper mache model of them. <laughs> it looks kind of goofy. Couldn't they just put that guy in one of those? Mm-hmm. Couldn't they just put the box and put the man in it and have him pretend he's dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. 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 So, yeah, I guess that's my favorite part of this movie. All right. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to think of some other segments for the next episode, which should what, be in about a month. What is your, what is, like, what is your top spook? Yeah, tough spook. Yeah. I mean, that kind of wrapped into favorite part for me, I would think. The Maddie murder corner? The Maddie murder corner. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess we could just have a, we'll have a few different things I guess we can do because, as you brought up, it will kind of depend on the movie. A little, a little, a little, or sometimes it could be a little, like, oh, what, what's he doing here? Or like, you know, what's, what's, who, brought, who brought a little Peter Cushing in here? Yeah, Peter Cushing's in this movie real brief. Pretty much wasted. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why he's in it. He like he like tries to act. Yeah, he brings some acting into it. Yeah, some real he, brief acting. He's like, did someone ask for acting? I've got it for you. Um, it's actually it's the real Peter Cushing. There's no CGI involved. No, it's not like a weird cardboard dummy they wheeled out <laughs> and um, they did ADR for. So Doctor Fives, I guess. Yeah, Doctor Fives. That concludes Doctor Fives, the series of Doctor Fives. Me wiping my hands of Doctor Fives. Thanks for listening to episode 35 of the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast. 
You can visit our website for more information, articles, and show notes. We have an ebook out on Amazon. It's called All God This Year. If you liked our podcast, you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes. If you don't want to miss an episode, join our mailing list at our website. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash year. You can follow me on Twitter at The Water Method or Andrew at Pizza Pranks. You can also find Andrew on pizzapranks.com. Our theme music is the Swan Lake dub by Dubology. And as I said, next month we're probably going to do another Vincent Price movie. House of Wax, maybe. Tomb of Lygia, maybe. The Raven, maybe. House on the Hill. Who can say? It's a mystery to everyone. It's a mystery to everyone. Thanks for listening again. That website is www.goldenclaw.com.